0: Welcome to the Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And we are continuing our series throughout Genesis. And today it brings us to the continuation of of the family. (laughs) (laughs) We're back in the mafia again? I guess. I don't know why it keeps coming up in all our episodes lately. Uh,
1: Well, it's probably because of Dom. That's probably why.
0: Family. I am Groot. Alright, so... Uh, Esau and Jacob These twins They're going to be born They're about to be divided Things aren't going to be Very pleasant between the two There's a whole like What you mean brothers fight? Brothers fight But even more so When all of the future promises of God Are upon the family (laughs) It's like They're twins too You know like Born at the same time, which one's gonna gonna carry the promise? Though there's still one of them is younger, but like by what? A few seconds, you know? Like <laughs> it was probably at least a minute back in those days. Well, I mean, they were conceived at the same time, so like realistically, they're the same age. Whoa, whoa! Now I have to put like a PG-13 rating on this. Thanks a lot, Olivia. Okay, so <laughs> so mm-hmm. with this. Uh, uh, PG-13 episode Twins are born And something interesting happens The first came out red All his body like a hairy cloak So they called his name Esau Which Does that Does that mean like red? (laughs) Trying to
1: Well I'm guessing he had Red hair by the sounds of it
0: I mean, it certainly sounds like it, but, like, his body was a hairy cloak. He was he was very red, which, yeah, I think Esau probably means hairy or rough. So he's born hairy and rough.
1: What a name. <laughs> yeah.
0: Back then, the symbolism was pretty clear. Like, nobody ran into Esau. It's like, I don't understand why your parents named you that. <laughs> it was probably pretty clear to them. Um <laughs> Afterward, his brother came out with his hand holding Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob, and Jacob uh, means he takes by the heel or he cheats. <laughs> so another name that's not super. So wait, pleasant. he was holding on to the heel while he was holding on to the heel. So it's like, no, I'm gonna be born first. <laughs> it was like, get back in here. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Um, I think that's what just made it. (laughs) (laughs) So so he's born uh, behind him, but not far behind. And he gets this name of, like, you know, he cheats. Something like that. It's not exactly a pleasant name, but it is painting the picture that is about to come for Jacob. Because Jacob is going to cheat his brother out of his birthright. As though, like... His very birth is symbolic of what's coming. So, wait. Oh, no, you don't. I'm the first one, right?
1: (laughs) So, here's a quick question Do you think that definition for that name came before this? Or did it be. Was
0: it. So, is it it prophetic or is it symbolic, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, That's always a good question with a lot of the names in the Bible. Abraham, father of many. Was his name really Abram before? And then you just added Ham on for the. Prophetic definition. I don't know. I don't know. But This makes me wonder why anyone names their children Jacob if it means <laughs> Heel
1: snatcher. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that's why my parents didn't name me Chad was because of the definition. Because
0: the warrior definition. Well
1: warlike, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, whatever the case may be, you know, in our last episode. It said that they were going to be divided against each other. And like from the get-go, we've got that. Now I want to rewind here and then super fast forward here because I think the Bible Project has painted a good extra dimension as to some of the things that are going on here. So in the beginning, humans and animals are like made in a similar way or on the same day. And then, um, because of that, you're almost thinking of humanity as like a sort of animal of sorts. But they're beyond just animal, because the image of God is on them. They have the capacity to image who God is, mirror who God is, to the rest of creation, including all the other animals. Um, And so humanity is, in a sense, like... A creature, but they're so much more than that at the same time. What tempts them to sin Knowledge? Yeah, but like specifically what? The snake? Yes, which is a what? animal? It's an animal. It's not in the image of God. it's lesser, it's a beast. And here comes this beast. And we also know it's Satan, but I think the Bible is playing in like several different dimensions. Snakes could be seen as angelic like beings because seraphim were thought to be snake like, but also snakes were beasts. And there's this clear, like, animalistic side to this creature because God curses it. Like, you're not going to have legs anymore. You know, you'll slither on the ground for the rest of your life. So there's also like this mythology going on about like why snakes don't have legs and it's a symbol of satan he's been chopped down to the ground even less than that he's now like on the ground in Sheol, if you will right he's a lower beast yeah so there's like all these different dimensions going on here when you say lower beast i can already hear some things going on in your brain there are you going there I'm going to let you
1: get there. This the, the you, You're
0: not going there. Yes. Right. <laughs> Narnia?
1: I was not going there. No.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So in Narnia, Olivia, in The Magician's Nephew, there's different kinds of beasts. There's talking beasts. When you get to Narnia, there's a bunch of beasts that talk. But mm-hmm. if you behave like a dumb beast, you will then become... A dumb beast again. You will not be able to talk anymore. You will just become something lesser.
1: What we normally see as animals today.
0: Yes. So Narnia has this like... Hierarchy of beasts. Hierarchy of beasts. Almost in the same way that we're talking about like Genesis. There's creatures and then there's the creature. But we can behave like the creatures and become like the creatures. We can behave like animals and become animals. In fact, today you hear people talk about like humans as like... I don't know what that was, but I think we're still recording. Uh, that was from
1: my phone. The phone call
0: was my phone. That was my phone, I think. Oh, was it yours? Yeah, it yeah, okay. was that
1: one. Well, then that makes me feel better.
0: We'll just keep going. So there's these animalistic urges that people talk about today. What would that include? When we say, like, oh, it's so animalistic. Go ahead, make it PG-13 again. I can no, see it in not. your eyes. I won't go there. Okay, so sex... And lust, yeah. Lust. What else? Food, gluttony. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes pride. Pride. Yeah, I mean, there's like like the desire for too much to kill something just for the sake of killing it. These are like all animalistic type urges. And it's interesting that here we have in... Um, The beginning of the Bible, one of the animals tempting the creature, the image of God, to become something lesser, to leave the talking beast realm and become a dumb beast again, as Narnia would kind of put it. And rather than follow God, we follow a snake. So we become like a beast. So now we're thinking of Satan as like lesser than. We're thinking of sin as lesser than. And sin later is going to be pictured as a creature. Cain and Abel, God tells Cain you need to do well otherwise sin is crouching at your door almost like it's it's a creature, a lion waiting to devour you, right? I think that's even the way that it gets taken in the New Testament is Satan prowls like a roaring lion, seeking whom he will devour. No, no. I was going to let you
1: let you do that. I'll Olivia do doesn't know time. this
0: song. You don't know this song. I'm we are song. we are being as niche here as we can possibly be. <laughs> Lost and found. It was a band of two two guys. Anyways, two funny that's guys. What one of them sounded like was the <laughs> way that he was. That's singing. how they sing. It's true. Um, but yeah, Satan, snake, sin. Tempting, become like a beast. Lion, sin, crouching, tempting, become like a beast. We now know that one day, despite humanity struggling with sin and beast likeness, we know from a promise from God in Genesis that one day Eve will eventually give rise to a descendant who will fix the world and break all this curse and all this all this sin uh because in genesis after this all happens god says like you'll give rise to a uh one day you'll give rise to a child who um the snake will bite his heel but you will crush, crush his head. head yeah so one day like this sinness this beastness will be crushed um and we're waiting for that person like that was right at the beginning of the bible So even throughout Genesis, we're still waiting, like, who's that going to be? And then we come across, well, we come across, like, Seth. This guy wants to follow God. Okay, maybe. Come across Enoch. That guy just goes straight to heaven. We we come across Noah. We're like, maybe this is the guy God says that he's good enough to save. We get Abraham. We're like, maybe this is the guy who will give rise. Nope, he messes up. And then we get to Isaac. And Isaac's chapter story is just kind of fast forwarded through and now we're to, to Jacob and Esau. And we're like, okay, there's twins. Which one's it going to be? Who's the human that's going to save us all? They don't know there's another 65 books of the Bible coming, right? Which one of these is going to be the one that conquers sin and and changes the world? The first one is born, and what does he look like? A, a beast. hairy beast. He looks like a beast. Like I think the Bible Project's right when they're like, this is intentional. Like The first one comes out as like, huh. Well, that's upsetting <laughs> like, that's not not because it's wrong to be furry that's not my point just like uh-huh clearly i think i think the overtones the bible is giving is like that's not the one so like okay secondborn, what we got what's going on with the secondborn? he's holding a heel where have we heard that word before
1: it's almost like he's biting the heel
0: yeah the last time, I think, in all of the scripture that we heard about a heel <laughs> was Satan will bite your heel. We're like, okay, so it's got to be the other one. Oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> you know, like, and he's he's a cheater. He's a trickster. He's he's holding the heel. He's being Satan-like. We got a beast or we got Satan? <laughs> like, now, <laughs> I do have a question. So yeah. in, like,
1: the same way that, you know... Jacob is holding the heel. Is that supposed to be any type of symbolism for Achilles from like Greek mythology of like his weak spot was his heel?
0: No, I would think that would be way too much later for them to have thrown that trajectory in. Okay. Though we are going to see when Jacob wrestles with God, is it his heel that he grabs? Actually, let's figure that out right now because I'm just curious. Uh wrestle. Searching Jacob wrestles with God. Uh, no, no, no. It's been a while since I read it, but that was his hip socket. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, that would be an interesting way to like. Here's your heel now. <laughs> no, right? It was it was something else. Uh, that makes me feel better.
1: <laughs> but it was just after talking about the heel for a couple, I was just like. Does that have any symbolism with Achilles' heel? Since you know, it's still named after him at this point from Greek mythology.
0: No, but it it is symbolic of of the snake. Mm-hmm. So you can have the beast, or you can have the snake. It was like these are the two that will bear the promises. And Jacob often be, we like we always we think of Jacob as like he must have been an excellent person because like. Our worship songs. Oh, God of Jacob. You know, like, we throw his name in there. Or it's the descendants of Jacob. Like, we we get that throughout the Bible as, like, a catchphrase of who Israel is. It's Jacob. Um, but Jacob does show himself to be a cheat and a trickster. <laughs> like, all the way through much of his story. And we're going to get into that as we move along. He's kind of like Abraham in the sense that, like... Is he gonna be the one? Mm, no, he's making some significant mistakes along the way. Jacob's gonna gonna. At do least he probably
1: too. doesn't lie about his sister, though, right? Or his wife being his sister. No, not so much. Okay, well that's good. at least that part's broken. Yeah, because that you know went two generations. He has his
0: own marital problems. I mean, that's true, but. as we will soon see. <laughs> um, but with with this story. You know, eventually, if we were to fast forward, we keep seeing glimpses of the human who might be the one. Daniel's story kind of starts like maybe he's the one because it starts with him being a vegetarian, which is like super Eden-like. With After Noah, God was like, okay, you no longer have to just eat vegetables. You can eat meat as well. So God like made a, what's the word? Concession? Is that the word? That's what I I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. God made a divine concession on behalf of humanity. You're really just supposed to eat plants, but I'm going to allow you now to eat meat as well. Daniel goes beyond that to be like this. Is he going to be the perfect human? He doesn't even eat meat, you know? And we're like, this might be the one. Daniel does a great job, but he's not the one. But Daniel has a vision of the one, one like a son of man who rides the clouds like a god. And then sits on the throne of God. Like, that sounds almost blasphemous. <laughs> what kind of human can sit on God's throne and can ride the clouds like, like a god? What, what are you talking about, Daniel? Your vision sounds like you just started practicing some other religion. It's not, though. Jesus comes along, and what's his favorite nickname for himself? What's a demon's favorite nickname for Jesus? quiz time
1: i don't remember off the top of my head
0: jesus has nicknames well so the demons always call jesus the son of god okay yeah jesus always calls himself the son of it's not son of man son of man yeah
1: son of man look to the sky
0: this is our musical episode today. apparently (laughs) jesus always calls himself son of man why Humanity has been waiting all the way since Genesis Mm -hmm. for one like the Son of Man, for a human being, for a descendant of Eve, to rise up and fix the problem of sin. And we've waited a lot of times. We've seen a lot of glimpses where we thought maybe this will be the human, but it hasn't happened. No one's beat sin. No one has beat beasts. No one has beat the temptation to become beast-like but jesus faces all that too he ends up in the garden of gethsemane right where he then is faced with the temptation from satan you could you could try getting power of the world in some other way you don't have to follow the cross you could worship me instead that was satan's temptation but jesus is like "No, no no god if there is another way let's do that but Not my will, but your will be done. If the cross is your will, let's go that way. So Jesus faces a snake. Jesus faces a temptation. Jesus has his own garden experience. Um, Jesus, even when he's tempted out in the wilderness, it says that the angels came and ministered to him while he was among wild beasts, (laughs) which is a strange thing to mention there, but it's almost as though like Jesus finds himself amongst the wild beasts. Is he going to be like one of them? No, he beats the temptation, he survives 40 days of fasting, and he continues to to be higher than the beast, to be the image of God, to keep moving forward, to be the true son of man. Jesus himself even, uh, I always thought it was kind of insulting when he looks at his mom sometimes, he's like, woman? Like, you know, when we use that phrase, it's not usually in a nice way today, um, but I think the reason Jesus occasionally calls his mom woman in the gospel of John is because John's intentionally trying to say, remember how woman will one day give rise to a human being who will fix sin? Like John's trying to tie all that together. Jesus is the son of man. Jesus's mom is a woman. And Jesus is now going to show us how it's possible that a son of man can ride the clouds and sit on God's throne. How? Because it's God who put on humanity, came and lived among us, beat sin, beat the serpent, beat the snake, was the human that we've been waiting for, and then went back to heaven to be exalted at the highest place. Like That's the story that we're, we're told in the Bible. So that being said, I pause on Jacob and Esau to remember <laughs> The most like tragic moment of beastliness that we <laughs> We've probably had in this In the much of the story, you know, I was like Twins, which one's it gonna be? Oh crap <laughs> And that's A funny moment A tragically funny moment was other thoughts or anything?
1: Uh, I guess I have one But it's not a good point, like it's How strong do you think he was as a baby to be pulled out, like, while grabbing an ankle? I'm just. I'm wondering what the finger strength is of a baby to be able to do that. See, and I'm thinking that the point of today is that you can never trust a twin.
0: And I'm thinking I need to redo this episode (laughs) because my point was clearly not made. So, with that being said. did you think the point of this episode was
1: leave a comment below and tell us also be sure to like comment
0: subscribe and join us on the discord which the link is below in the meantime we'll catch you guys next time